Melissa, and I'm a consumer psychologist and coach who's been studying psychology for the last 10 years. During that time, I've also shown myself what is possible through self-coaching and changing the way I think about my life, and I'm going to show you how you can do the exact same. So many people are unaware that our thoughts are always within our control, and when we take control of your thoughts, you'll be amazed at Welcome to the third masterclass of this month, which is making a plan to achieve your goal. So I don't have any fancy PowerPoint today. We're going old school. And if you're listening on the podcast, I apologize if the audio is a bit messed up. I'm at my aunt's house and I forgot my podcast microphone. So recording on my laptop. So hopefully this goes okay. So um, I'm up in Derry this week. It's been a busy few weeks because we are moving. We're moving next week, which is crazy. Um, And so I, as some of you may know, I live in Belfast and um, I work up in Derry, which is about two hours north, um, probably three or four times a month for a few days to a week at a time. And so, um, yeah, it's been pretty hectic trying to, because I won't be doing this job whenever I move down south. So I'm just trying to get everything wrapped up and, Um, additionally, my boyfriend just caught COVID. He got the C word. So um, this is going to be a very interesting move next week, but apologies again for the audio being a bit um, messed up if it is on the podcast or if you're here on Zoom, welcome. Thank you so much for being here. So uh, another thing, another little difference this week is there will not be uh, any coaching questions. I don't know if you know, no one just sent any in or if I completely forgot to even ask for them, but uh, we don't have any for this week. So if you do want to have your question answered or you do want coaching on whatever your question is or your problem is, feel free to send it in if you want to be coached next week on next week's masterclass. That one um, we can go over and if you want to do that, just email me info at melissakelly.com or DM me on TikTok or Instagram at Dr. Melissa Kelly, and I will answer your question. So we have one more masterclass after this one. I've really been enjoying them. Um, so the past two masterclasses have been at 7 p.m. This one is at 10 a.m. obviously, and next week's will also be at um, 10 a.m. as well. So I think I'm enjoying the morning classes a bit more. I've only just started and it's already been so much easier to much easier to like prepare and feel much more energized and ready for this rather than waiting around for it all day almost. And I know that a lot of my listeners and my audience is from the US. Um, so that's one of the main reasons that I had it later on in the day. But I think most people, like not that many people are attending live. They're kind of catching the replay. So what I'm thinking in the future, if I offer master classes again, I won't be offering them next month, but I do offer them again. I think I will just keep them in the mornings because I'm much more energized for you guys, you know? And everyone watches the replay anyway. So I can just post it on either Instagram or my website or something like that. So I don't know. What do you think? Let me know. Anyway, as I said, we're moving. So the next few weeks will be a bit chaotic. However, next week, 
I'm offering up something super exciting, especially if you're interested in working together. So keep your eyes and ears open for that announcement. It'll be announced next Tuesday, the 19th of March. So a quick recap over what these masterclasses have been about. And so the past two weeks, we have focused on two main problems that I see my clients facing. Number one, thinking that the problem that they're having is any neutral circumstance, which could be their job, their boss, their coworkers, when really the problem is always what you are thinking. It's always your mindset. And the other thing that we focused on last week was how to figure out what your dream job is. So we identified three questions that I ask my clients whenever I'm helping them figure out what their dream job is. So the first one is, what are your unique skills and abilities? Question number two is, how can you use those unique skills and abilities to create or provide value? And the third question, how much money do you want to make? So just to briefly touch on that, a few people came out and asked me, you know, okay, but how do I figure out what my unique skills and abilities are? The reason why I asked this question is because the literal definition of fulfillment is utilizing your unique skills and abilities, you know, in your, in your job or in whatever, you know, circumstance that you're, you're taking part in. And so that's why it's so important, but many people actually don't know how to identify their own skills or whatever they're good at. And I will, I'm thinking I might do a podcast episode all about this. So if you are interested in learning how to do this, shoot me a DM or email me at info at melissakellyphd.com. But a quick way that you can start to figure it out is maybe ask someone you trust. So is there anyone in your life that you trust their opinion and ask them, you know, what am I good at? Do you see any skills that I have that, or abilities that I have that I might be underutilizing that I could be utilizing better? So maybe start by asking someone that you trust who's in your life to answer the question for you and see what they think. So identified the problem. We figured out what your dream job is, or, you know, you could look at this as figuring out what the problem you're having is, or you're figuring out what your goal is. And today we're talking about the process of getting you from where you are now to getting your dream job. So having your dream job, or simply where you are now to achieving your goal, whatever that might be. So this can be applied to any goal that you have, whether it's business, business goal, a fitness goal, a habit you want to implement, a relationship you want to mend or start, or it can be a financial goal. So this is the process that you can use that's going to set you up for success. Now, there are five steps, and this is how I get results in my life. This is how I started my business. This is how I started coaching. This is how I started my podcast. So if you follow these five steps that I'm about to go through, you will almost be guaranteed to get your dream job. So you are literally setting a process up so that you can go achieve your goal. And it's very Action-oriented, yes, but it's a lot of belief work and mindset work as well. So there's the practical along with the belief work too. So before we begin, I want to talk about deadlines and end dates. So it's always helpful to have an end date to the goal. Be careful 
though, because we often overestimate how much we can get done in the short term and underestimate what we can get done in the long term. And the reason why you need an end date is because when we set one, it becomes real to us in our brain. The goal suddenly becomes real because we've attached a date or a timeline to it. And then all of our mind drama comes up. And mind drama is actually a good thing. And I'll tell you why when I talk about these steps in a minute. And the main question that comes up about this when I tell people, okay, what's your goal? What date do you wanna have your goal achieved by? First question that everyone asks is, what if I don't reach my goal by the end date? And I want to make this very clear that we never change the goal. We don't change the goal, we extend the date. All that's happened here is that you've simply underestimated the time that it would take to reach your goal. Not a big deal, just extend the date of your goal. Doesn't mean anything's impossible, doesn't mean you're never gonna get there. It means you looked at this timeline and you made a decision about how long it would take for you to get to this goal and you underestimated. That is all that has happened. So we always extend the date, we never change the goal. And some people may think of like, so one of the main important parts of this whole thing is you wanna exercise your belief in yourself. And I know people may think of this as practical manifestation. And I know people turn their noses up at manifestation and I have my own queries about it. But the only way that you will reach your goal is if you believe you will reach your goal, no matter what. If you don't believe you're gonna reach it, you're not gonna reach it. Whatever you believe is true is what's going to come to fruition. If you constantly think that you're never gonna reach this goal, that there's all these obstacles in front of you, that it'll never get done, that you don't have the skills, that you don't have the education, that you know your job, you know whatever it is, if you don't believe that it's gonna happen, it's not gonna happen, simple as that. So you need to practice believing in your goal, that your goal is attainable and that you will reach your goal by your end date. Our beliefs drive our feelings. Remember from the Think, Feel, Act formula? So our beliefs drive our feelings and our feelings motivate our actions or our inactions. So if you, you know, stop believing in yourself after two months of trying to reach this goal because you haven't seen results yet or you haven't reached your goal yet or you don't have any clue, you know, you're not any closer to getting your dream job yet, it doesn't mean you're doing it wrong. You're doing it perfectly well. You need to hang on to the belief until you reach the goal, no matter what. And you really need to practice holding on to that belief, even when everything, when you look around, looks like this is not going to happen. You need to still hang on to the belief because otherwise you're never going to get there. So you're doing it perfectly well if you're freaking out in the river of misery in between where you were and what the goal you want to get is. That's called the river of misery for a reason because you're torn between these two beliefs that it's going to happen and it's not going to happen. And then if you pull towards it's not going to happen, you're just going to end up right back where you were. But if you hold strong and you still believe in yourself, that's how you get the goal. That's how I got all my goals. That's how I'm working towards some of my goals. I'm believing in things that seem impossible to me right now, like the money goal that I want to make by the end of the year. When I look around me now, I'm like, I'm not going to make this money goal, but I still believe. And I'm looking for evidence that what I believe is true. And I'm holding on to that belief no matter what. So end dates, you need one. So pick a goal, pick your end date and practice believing. So now I'll go into the five steps of this process. So step one, is very easy. 
take, <clears throat> sorry, step one is take stock. So understand where you are right now, because we need to see where you are now and where you want to be and get to work bridging the gap between those two people. So exercises you can do. Write down all the feelings you have about your current job, good and bad. Then choose some of those feelings about your current job and write down the thoughts that you are having that are causing you to feel those feelings, good feelings and bad feelings. You can even choose a few of them, maybe pick five to start and do some think, feel, act formulas on them. So an example of this could be currently in your job, you're feeling stressed. So what thoughts are you having about your job that are causing you to feel stressed? Could it be, this is too much work, the workload's too much, I can't handle all these moving parts all the time, or the commute takes too long, it takes too much time out of my day, so I'm stressed. So get to know those thoughts that you're having. The next thing that you need to take stock of, and as this relates to what I was talking about last week was your skills and abilities you currently have. And as I said, I might do a podcast episode all about this, but you want to look at what you're good at now and the skills that you've developed through your current job, the skills that maybe you've had your whole life. What are you really good at? What can you improve on? And then you want to look at the parts of the, your current job that you want to leave. You want to look at the parts that you like. Even if you hate your job right now, there's parts of it that you like. Do you like the fact that you don't need to work on weekends? Many people do shift work and they have to work on weekends. Do you like the fact that you can wake up at 8 a.m. and get to work at 9 a.m.? It only takes you an hour to get ready for work or you know anything like that. Like Just look for the parts of your current job that you hate. Look for the parts that you like. And here's why. If you're focusing on all the negative things in your current job, I think we've spoke about this before, and you're expecting that in your new job or when you reach the goal that you'll finally be happy, all these things will finally be perfect. Mm -mm, that's not how it works. We have 50% of our thoughts about a job right now that are positive and 50% that are negative. And that same thing applies whenever you get your dream job. Not everything is going to be perfect. You're just going to have a new set of problems. You're going to have new responsibilities. There might be things that you didn't even picture that you don't like. So get to work looking at the positives, the parts of your job that you like and the parts that you don't like, the parts that you hate. Then you wanna look at what is right now, what is your relationship with yourself like? How do you talk to yourself? Are you beating yourself up? How confident do you feel? Do you follow through on the promises that you make with people? Are you even making promises to yourself or have you given up? How is your personal life right now? Are you using any food, alcohol, or social media to escape at the end of the day? Many people do this. I used to do this. Sometimes I still do this. And if so, well, I don't use alcohol. I use food and social media, but that's for another podcast. So if so, why do you need to escape? Like, it's not your job's fault. It's some of the thoughts that you're having about your job. So get to work learning about those because that's going to happen the same over and over and over again. And your next job don't be expecting that to change. Your mindset about it needs to change. You wanna create a job in an environment that you don't need to escape from. And the, the way that you do that is by 
implementing this thought work and changing your mindset around it and managing your mind whenever all those negative thoughts come up. That can look different for everyone. Like for me, whenever I'm um, going into work or whenever I used to go into work, because I don't really do it that often now, um, like go into an office, I would think things like, oh, I'm away from my space all day. I don't like it. I like being in my own environment things like that. So whenever I got home, I was just very closed off and I just wanted to stay in and I didn't want to go out anywhere. And I just wanted to decompress. I felt like, because I was creating this big story in my head that other people were, you know, I was in another environment that was leading me to feel all these negative thoughts, but I was just choosing to see the negative thoughts because I really do enjoy talking to people. I do enjoy getting out, but I just kept focusing on all the negative parts of that. And so really just get to work noticing all the thoughts that you're having that's causing you to feel like you need to escape at the end of the day. So it's important to get a real sense of where you are. And this is really helpful when you have a coach because they can really get these answers out of you. Sometimes it's a bit difficult to tease your own thoughts and feelings and see objectively the truth and you know the positive and the negative side of things. And this is such an important step because you want to be very clear where you currently stand. So that whenever you do go to the next step, you can clearly see the space between where you are now and where you want to be. So step two, is to envision the future you, the future version of you who already has what you want and set progress markers. You need to do this for two reasons. Number one, you want to become the person who has already achieved your goal. So you need to practice becoming that person. And number two, you need to set progress markers to be able to confirm that you are making progress and creating results. And you get to decide and define what they are. So these progress markers can be something as simple as not allowing a change in your schedule to cause you to go into a tailspin. It could be not allowing yourself to change your schedule because you do that all the time because you don't feel like doing something. So you just you know schedule it or procrastinate or schedule it for another day, honoring your calendar. That's what that could look like. So, or it could be something super tangible like 500 pounds in your bank account. So close your eyes and visualize the version of you who has achieved the goal you want to achieve. Do it for a second, just close your eyes. If you're driving, obviously don't close your eyes. <laughs> Wait till later. But close your eyes and visualize the version of you who has achieved the goal you want to achieve. What would progress look like as you achieve your goal? I like to focus on the habits the future version of you or me will have whenever, you know, maybe that they don't have now. So what time do they wake up? What is their morning routine? Do they have a morning routine? What is their self-care routine? How do they spend their free time? How do they plan their day? How do they follow through on the plan for their day? Do they follow through or do they change everything? How many hours of sleep are they getting at night? And by focusing on the minutiae, you will be able to picture yourself more clearly. You'll be able to picture this version of yourself more clearly and how they would be thinking and feeling whenever they've reached their goal. So that's the main question you need to ask now. How would the future version of you who has achieved their goal feel? What thoughts would they be thinking? that would lead them to feel that way? 
And how would those feelings, how would they be impacting how they act, how they show up, how they don't show up? And the trick is you have to start thinking and feeling that way that your future self feels right now. You have to start thinking and feeling that way or be, practice thinking and feeling that way right now. So I'll give you an example of how I've done this myself. So I have a goal of reaching 1000 followers on TikTok. Stay with me here. <laughs> I used these steps whenever I was planning that goal. And I, at the time I had 145 followers. So I got to thinking, okay, what would the version of me who has a thousand followers be thinking and feeling? Too much, too much of the time we're focused on the action. We wanna focus on the feeling because the feeling inspires the action, right? So we need to get to work understanding how she would be feeling. So in my case, I said, well, she'd probably be feeling proud that the content she is sharing, um, of, you know, just be proud of it. And, you know, she would be enjoying building a community of people, enjoying the process. So what I thought were some of the thoughts that she would be having is this is working. My message is helping people and I am creating value for future clients. So that's what I believe that she would be thinking at 1000 followers. And you know what? I can choose to think and feel all of those things at 145 followers. So I've just been practicing thinking those thoughts and feeling that way about where I am now. And bit by bit, I have grown my followers and I'm almost at 800. So I'm super close to my goal. Just by thinking and feeling that way, because when I feel that way, I show up different. If I'm constantly thinking this isn't working, this content is stupid, I'm not proud of this, be proud of it and see how, watch yourself, how you show up. Don't get me wrong, there were times where I thought things like this isn't working and I've, you know, what's the point? But I've just learned now to recognize those thoughts and pivot those thoughts and practice holding on to my belief in the 1,000 followers. So you need to practice achieving your goal. Visualize it, write it down, how it feels, what you're thinking. Then get to work holding the belief and showing up as the person who has already achieved the goal. So that is step two. Envision your future self who has already reached the goal. How would they think? How would they feel? And then you need to get to work identifying progress markers so that you know that you're on the right direction. So step three is to identify the obstacles between you and your goal. So whenever you think about, okay, you're taking stock of where you are now, taking stock of where your future is or what the goal is, all these things are going to come up. All these obstacles are going to come up. Well, I don't have enough time. I don't have um, a good enough copy to write emails. I don't have, you know, a good resume. I don't have whatever it is, whatever the obstacles are. And that's when all the mind drama comes up because you can see where you are now and where your future goal is and the time or the date where you're supposed to be at your goal. And then you start feeling like you're behind or that um, you'll never get all of this done and it's overwhelming. And the way that we take the overwhelm out is by identifying the obstacles between it and looking at them. So what is everything that you would need to do or be doing in order to reach your goal? So I'll go along with my TikTok, TikTok, TikTok example for just for fun. So some of the obstacles were 
I didn't know what format to use. I didn't know which videos would perform better. I didn't know um, what times I should be posting. But here's what I did know. I did know that I needed to post about the same subject or the same niche or whatever that, you know, that buzzword is nowadays. I needed to be posting within a niche, which was career and mindset. And so I got to work testing things out. And by identifying all those obstacles, I was, I was helping myself out with step number four, because you need to identify these obstacles because step four of this process is to turn all those obstacles into your to-do list. So I knew my 1,000 follower self would have a content strategy and a niche. I knew they'd have a clear message. So I wrote down everything I wanted to talk about on TikTok, which was, as I said, you know, career mindset and academia as well, which all kind of bundles into one because I really, um, you know, that was my own personal story. I left academia to become a career coach. And now I help people who maybe are struggling in academia or STEM or any professional career. I help them change careers. So I am helping people understand my story as well. And I only posted about those subjects for 30 days, which was, um, it was a challenge, definitely. Like I batch made content and things like that, which I'd never done before. And I really did take it seriously. I think I only missed one weekend. Um, and I was posting like at least two videos a day. And I only missed one weekend because I just needed a break off social media and stuff like that. Um, and I've grown exponentially. And as I said, in one month, I'm almost at 800 followers just because I took this seriously and I'm still growing and I'm still implementing this. And I'm already getting closer and closer to thinking and feeling how I will, how I will whenever I reach my goal. And, you know, I follow other people who give tips to, you know, boost posts and things like that. So that's another thing that I've added to my belt and I encourage engagement on my videos and engage in other people's videos. So those are all obstacles that I had and I listed them all out and I turned them into a to-do list. So what I need to, I got a tripod, just like things like that. Like you realize like, okay, well, I need to know where the best lighting is in my house is. I need to know what the best time is to post. So I experimented on that and I made time to do that. And I know this example seems a bit frivolous, but you can do this with your career goals as well. So what are the you know obstacles that come up whenever you see yourself now and where you wanna be? So whenever I was becoming, whenever I was leaving academia to start my career coaching, there was a lot of time in between that where I had many projects to kind of inspire myself and see where I really wanted to go. So for a while, like I knew I wanted to work for myself. So I got to work trying to visualize the future version of me who has, you know, successfully been working for herself for a while. Like, what does she do? What time does she wake up? I implemented some habits. I now wake up a lot earlier than I used to. I'm starting this new thing now whenever, like we're after my coffee each morning, I'm working out and I'm holding myself accountable to that. I'm consistent with things. I stay, I stick to what's on my calendar, even something small, like I got my nails done, like little things. Like I'm like, oh, well, my future version of me who's really successful and self-employed, she has nice nails and she presents herself well. And so it's just the smallest things like, and it really just helps you bridge that gap and understand where you are now and where you want to be. And by transforming all those obstacles into to-do lists, like another example is I want to get 
like this sounds a bit bougie, but I want to get a massage once a month because that's something that I really enjoy doing. I don't drink alcohol. So, you know, a lot of my money is saved that way. And I want to do something that makes me feel good. And so I invest my money into services like getting my nails done, my skincare and getting massage. So my future, that, that came from me visualizing what is my future self who is self-employed and successful. What does she do? And the reason I got to that is because I was like, well, how does she feel? She feels at ease. She feels relaxed. She feels confident. And confidence is created by consistently sticking to the promises you make. So that's what I got to work doing. So get to work identifying obstacles and transform them into a to-do list. And then step five is to enter that to-do list. Well, first of all, break down that to-do list and enter it into a calendar and execute it. So you need to turn each of those obstacles into a to-do item and break those to-do items down into tasks and schedule those tasks in your calendar. The way I like to do this, I like to time block my calendar based on not what, I don't like to focus on what I'll be doing for that block of time. I like to focus on what is the result I will have created after the block is over. So let's say, um, I needed to record five videos for TikTok. I don't know, I'm just sticking with this, sticking with this example. I needed to record five videos for TikTok. I will give myself one hour. Now, that was what I would do in the past. So batching five videos for TikTok is not just one step. There are multiple steps involved. I need to, first of all, think of which of the five videos, what formats I want to use. Do I want to use a trend? Do one of those video syncing things? Do I want to explain something like which, which formats do I want to choose? Okay, identify the formats. I want to do two educational videos, um, two trending sound videos, and one video where I'm trying to engage with the audience or explaining my story. I need to get to work creating a hook for the video. I need to um, figure out where I'm gonna film it. I'm gonna, you know, maybe write a loose script that I wanna say. Like there's a lot of moving parts. It's not just simply, okay, batch, batch, create five videos. There's a lot that's involved. And then once I create those videos, I need to edit them. I need to add captions. I need to see what hashtags I wanna use. If I wanna add any music to them. And I, you know, there's just so many things involved. It's not just one simple step. So you need to break down those tasks, break them down as small as you can and schedule them into your calendar in a results-driven way. And make adjustments as you go. Like maybe after two weeks, you're seeing like you're giving, you're not giving yourself enough time to get something done and you need to change some things around. That's completely fine. That's actually a good thing because it shows that you're evaluating yourself as the process moves forward. So just to summarize, we have five steps in this process. Step number one, take stock of where you are. Understand where you are now. Step two is to envision your future self, so where you want to be, who has already reached your goal, and set progress markers. Step number three is to identify the obstacles between you and your goal. And step four is to take all those obstacles and turn them into a to-do list of items that you need to complete. And step five is to break down those that to-do list into tasks, break it down, break it down into single item tasks, maybe for each one. 
and list them in your calendar. Put them in your calendar and execute. So literally all you'll have to do to reach your goal is to overcome these obstacles. And since they're itemized in your to-do list, you just need to practice following through on what your calendar says and you'll reach your goal. It's as simple as that. Now, I say it's as simple as that. It is difficult because you're going to have stuff come up, you know, what's the point of me doing this? I don't feel like this isn't going to help me, like all these negative thoughts that I still get, obviously. But if you just keep reminding yourself, like, this is the process. And as long as I follow this step by step by step, take this one step at a time, one video at a time, one resume at a time, one task at a time, I am building closer and closer towards bridging the gap between where I am now and where I want to be. So just stick with that calendar until you've reached your goal. So if you want help with this process, please get in touch. I know it can be overwhelming, especially the think, feel, act part of this and getting past the limiting beliefs. That's why my program is three months long and it takes time to get there. So next week's masterclass will be at the same time next Wednesday at 10 a.m. And um, again, if you have any questions that you would want me to answer, please email me info at melissakelly.com or DM me on Instagram or TikTok, Dr. Melissa Kelly. And yeah, so if you are interested in working my three month long program, again, reach out. I can definitely help you walk you through this process, um, you know, go step by step. It's literally, I'm giving you such a gift by, by knowing this process. So you can utilize it or you can reach out if you would like to work with me. Okay, so that's all from me today. Have a beautiful weekend and I'll talk to you next time. Keep this in mind. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed the podcast, I would really appreciate it if you could go and leave me a review. And if you want to get in touch or find out more about my one-on-one coaching, head to melissakellyphd.com. All right, guys, I'll talk to you next week. Bye.